as I look back upon your 2018, uh, there's a slight, uh, almost religious theme developing through the dates that you played so far this year. Um, when I consider that you played in the uh, St. Pancras Old Church over in London, you played in a cemetery as part of a festival over in Chicago <laughs> as well in the summer. Like the, the yeah. people, the people who are you know mild, uh, I suppose psychoanalysts might be looking at this and going, "Hmm, there's a bit of a theme running through here." But I don't know. These are all obviously happy coincidences, but uh, it's yeah. a, a funny old way to round off the year. Um, yeah, I guess St. Pancras Old Church is a very renowned venue, and um, so it was a good place to launch this record because it has an intimate vibe. It's, <laughs> I, just in terms of sheer sonics, like the, the actual setup of a church or those kind of old buildings, I'd imagine would suit the palette that you have going on on Cult really, really well. I don't know if that's an opinion you'd share too. Yeah, I don't, I don't know because every. Obviously, every every building is different. Um, so I've I've never actually been in the Unitarian, so it will, you know, I'll, I'll know on the day. But um, yeah, fingers crossed. I'm sure it'll be fine. Because like it'll be good. <laughs> you, you listen, you listen to the record, and congratulations on it again. Before we go any further on that, uh, but you listen to Colt, and it sounds like it was recorded in a far bigger room than I anticipated. Probably was done. It just has that, I guess, quality about it. Okay. Um, yeah, no, it was recorded in uh, my little flat um, in Dublin. Um, so as to, I guess when it came to mixing, you know, um, James did a good job at making, panning some of the sounds out. But um, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't recorded in a big <laughs> It just <laughs> It just kind of has that sound about it. I'm always kind of curious about the, um, for want of a better term, the kind of big bang of, of an album in, in particular. Uh, you'd obviously released a couple of singles and EPs uh, before this year uh, between 2014 and 2016 and then obviously the album came in June I'm, I'm I'm always curious as to what the kind of genesis of the album is did you know at one point okay these are all songs for the album I'm going to start making an album now or was it far more organic and I guess laid back than that um you know it wasn't <laughs> I was laid back no it was I mean I guess I, I had an album an album um uh, that I wanted to do probably got to two years and I just uh, was writing away so um, then then it was an immediate to recording it so I just went ahead and recorded it at home and, and I guess um, yeah I guess the songs uh, themselves sort of um, I I kind of coupled them off if you know what I mean mm. like they kind of spoke to each other in a way and um, yeah I just uh, but the, the process was quite fluid and was quite joyous, although you know the subject matter probably um, wouldn't uh, convey that. But yeah, no, it was quite a fluid process in making it. Yeah, it's an interesting way because obviously there's um, a lot of different emotions and feelings and uh, different times have gone through the, the writing of the album. I guess did you find it a cathartic process to kind of filter all that through your music or was it difficult to relive it? Because I know when you the, the thing about it is when you when you hear people talking about say going on a book tour especially if they've done an autobiography and especially if there's some heavy stuff in there, people just want to focus on the heavy stuff. So that every interview they do, they're revisiting the most difficult chapter probably to write. Was there an element of that with you with the album or did you feel like you were letting go of certain elements of your life by putting them in song form, I guess? Um, I don't really know. I think, you know, I, I think, um, the process of making an album is a very live thing. Hmm. You know, it's very difficult to to revisit uh, things that you've done years ago. Um, I think, um, I mean, I, catharsis is, is one thing, but I also think it's 
creative too. I mean, it's like I said, it's, um, you just feel your your own way along, and, and it's its own thing as well. It's not all autobiographical. It can be many different things. So, um, <laughs> so the next, um, I think making an album is a shifting of sorts. Yeah. You know, it's for uh, freshness and things and uh, to come into your life. Um, not only your personal life, but your, your creative space and your Just in terms of heading off on tour, because I know you're playing a lot with Marissa Nadler uh, this year off in Europe, and yeah. um, you're going basically gone at it again in the states in the new year. You've like this year, in, when I when I was, was talking about how like mad a year I meant that in a, in a in a good way because God, you've been all over the place this year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, touring is is something that I don't know if I'd I ever quite um, get used to. It's it's always just uh, a survival game, and um, yeah, I mean, obviously, a lot of your day is spent just getting from A to B um, with your equipment mm-hmm. uh, in tow, and uh, obviously, if the budget allows, you can bring someone else and uh, and help carry equipment, and you know, it's it's always um, it's it. <laughs> It's always up and down, yeah. Mm. Um, but I, yeah, I have toured quite a bit this year, and um, next year is going to be even more. So, um, yeah. was that a difficult yeah. thing to throw yourself back into? Because you know, obviously, you would have had the the touring experience previously um, with JJ Seventy Two and stuff. But yeah. there, there's a there's a gap in between the mad touring yeah. JJ Seventy Two would have done, and then you going and living your own life, putting this all together then as well, and then I suppose spinning around and heading back out on the road again. How did it, how did, <laughs> how, did it, how did it differ from this time? Because it just it does feel like something oh, you kind of have to work more. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it couldn't be more different. Yeah, um, you're, I, guess, like I guess you're more in control of it this time around. Well, well, it's my own creative yeah. baby this time around. Um. But yeah, no, it couldn't be more different. I mm. mean, yeah, we back then we had crew and stuff. Um, there was it was you know it was a different budget, a different size. But but this time around, it's, it's totally entirely different beast. Mm. But I I have to say, like I'm, you know, I know I'm loving it this time around just because the set is my own, so that's cool. Yeah, that's like clearly going to make a big difference when the art that you're bringing to people is your own when the dates that you're putting down are like of your own say so you're you know basically in charge of absolutely everything of it it might be scaled back a little bit but basically everything is most purely yours uh yeah well it's definitely more meaningful and mm. um it, it justifies you know all the traveling and all that stuff so um yeah it's, it's obviously it's, i have a different relationship a different relationship to it in the pure terms of making music over the past while have you found this more like we mentioned that you, you had the home set up for recording uh, Elements of Cult and the, and the EPs and singles that went before it um, did, did you find that I'm trying to find the words to, to kind of put into to context the right way it was, it was an easier thing to go about because going into a studio having a set time to do things whereas you can almost have that instantaneous this idea comes to mind I can start putting some some flesh on those bones almost immediately whereas before you were kind of at the behest of somebody else and, and other studios and waiting for places and slots to open up, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas this can flow more creatively, more freely. Like uh, we had uh, Griff Reese was on the show last week and he was talking yeah. about a single that he had, you know, it's just a silly little thing, as he said, that was a, a pro EU thing in around the Brexit vote. 
And he said he got the idea for the song. He laid it down on an A track and had it up on like streaming services on Spotify and his website within. I think he did it within forty eight hours. <laughs> so like you're 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 in a position to kind of do something similar. Whereas before it was, all right, I have to wait two weeks until the studio opens up. I will have to wait until a month until the masters come back in that, and then maybe it might go out in CD form six months after that. So you're kind of there's an ongoing process. Whereas now, like things happen so fast, and you can do things pretty much at your own beck and call. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I mean, my my previous EPs I had uh, recorded with different engineers, and I got in France to play on them too. Mm. So this time round was very much um, just myself on the canvas before I bought the tracks to Berlin to James Kelly. So, but I enjoy that process. Uh, like I've just myself at home with uh, you know laying down the tracks. But it's, a, it's just you feel closer to the material. But I, I also feel that like. Uh, it was just the headspace I was in to appreciate the record. Mm. Will you be likely to tackle things in a different way once you're coming on to album number two, or have you even given any thought to that yet? Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, I have given it thought. I think I, I really enjoy working at home. Yeah. Um, so I'll see. Um, I'll see how it goes. Yeah. In terms of the the live setup for this Friday, what can we expect in the Unitarian Church? Is it like, cause there's loads of different textures going on in the album and there's loads of different instrumentation going on. Um, yeah. Is it yourself and band? Is it yourself solo? What can those rocking up on Friday to the Unitarian Church expect? Um, <laughs> well, certainly I never feel the pressure to replicate exactly what's on the record live. Mm. I always treat it as a, it's a different um, kettle of fish. But uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of piano and some electronics and drones and guitar. It's kind of a uh, mix up, you know, yeah. um, of instrumentation, and I'll have Brian, my drummer, with me. So uh, that'll be fun. It's always nice to play with someone else on stage. Yeah. And then I have special guests who I'm really excited about ah. um, joining me beforehand. Jacoby Say, who's an electronic uh, music artist yeah. and good friend from London, and um, Deirdre Griffin, who goes under the name of Head on Body. And she's uh, a dancer, um, aerial artist, and she does, works at Sound Art. So yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be a good evening. Well, wow, fully a fully immersive show, I guess is the the term that you use <laughs> for that one. Um, yeah. What are your hopes for twenty nineteen, Hillary? Um, Personally, and in a broader sense, in a wor- <laughs> in a world peace kind of sense as well. Yeah. <laughs> world peace. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I. I I'm kind of in the throes of recording. Um, I'd like to continue that. And then I have some gigs uh, in Pipeline. And um, just, I suppose, I, I I love getting back to my own DIY setup and uh, just um, keep creating. Um, personally, yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to 2019. Yeah, have you become um, a nerdy kind of person on the tech side of things? Do you have you like begun collecting little bits <laughs> pieces and trying to re- replicate yeah. different sounds and go, oh, this one does a specific thing and this one does. If you marry that, you know, it, you've become really intricate in how you work around these things. Um, well, I've never felt like a tech person, but I suppose what I do requires me to be. Uh, I like I, I make little films at home and I, I work with some cameras and and also on the music side thing so I feel like that all requires me to get over that um, hump if you know what I mean yeah. so I just but no that's ex- I think I think it's exciting of what you can do yourself at home and it, like um, the, the fact the fact that you can dabble in so many different forms as well like, I mean 
I mean, I've seen some of like your photography and stuff like that on Instagram and, and beyond. Like, like it's all remarkable stuff, and it all it, you can see the links that it has to one another. If that makes any sense. <laughs> okay, cool. I'll do that. Listen, that's just me. You can totally shoot that out of water if you want. Feel free. Um, I suppose to me, like uh, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty similar. They're they're related very much, though. So. Yeah. Like the synergy between you know, uh, dabbling in in those things. I don't really see them as uh, different. That, uh, doing different things. If, you know, like I, I kind of like just. Uh, I suppose I like the physicality of doing visual art stuff, and then like you know, it kind of bleeds into music in a way. Is there more scope for doing more of that stuff down the line? Have you, you know, thought of putting more? direct form on it as 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 I say or have you even put any thought into that at all like is it just an, an ongoing malleable thing <laughs> ongoing um yeah preoccupation no uh, you, you know I haven't I haven't really I mean I think my my kind of uh, my thoughts are kind of in the next um uh, you know the next time I'm going to go into record so mm. uh yeah well you seem busy so I'm thanking <laughs> you for taking time out to speak to us this evening you're very kind thanks Percy.